Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. From Na'vi to Na'vi, nerds like a lot of things, but there's something they love above all else, and that is correcting people. This is Um Actually. Joining us today, we have Brennan Lee Mulligan. Good morning. Kirk D'Amato, bling blong. And Marisha Ray. Hello. Thank you so much, the three of you, for joining us today. The adrenaline, it's already kicking. <laughs> <laughs> this is your first time. It is. And this is returning for the two of you. Be um, Brennan, steely-eyed, one of these days you're gonna lose. I would welcome that day because it would mean a return to feeling anything. <laughs> well, good, maybe today will be that day. <laughs> well, uh, thank you uh, so much for joining us. Uh, if it's your first time watching this, you have no idea what the hell we're doing here. Uh, this is a stack of statements. These are incorrect statements of the things you know and love. It's up to you to correct me. All your corrections must be preceded with the phrase, um, actually, if you don't say that, I won't give you the point. Uh, and you can interrupt me at any point in the question as soon as you what's wrong. Those are the only two rules. Fairly simple. And we can interrupt you at any time we want. That's right. Hell yeah. I, th I think yeah. you're, you're gonna kill us. <laughs> <laughs> you're, uh, you, Brennan. Brennan's already playing <laughs> mind games. That's what I want. That's the spirit I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I just want someone to put me in my place. <laughs> That's what we all want, Brennan. We've all been begging for someone to put you in your fucking in my place. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the classic archetype of the person who's like, I have traveled the land looking for the person who can best me. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. I want to get creamed. Well, we'll see if it happens today. All right, let's go into our first question then. Water, earth, fire, air. These are the four types of bending featured in the Avatar The Last Airbender universe. However, there is a fifth type, energy bending, which is older than all the other forms and can be used to strip a bender of their magical abilities. Taught to Avatar Aang by the ancient lion turtle, the only known energy benders are Aang, Amon, and Avatar Korra. Um, actually, is it, are you, to name the fifth type of bending there is? Uh, that is not what the question is, but you can if you want. Metal bending. Uh, no. Marisha. Um, actually, there were other energy benders in Legend of Korra, I think. <laughs> no, that's not what we're doing, uh, but I like the, the, the bushwhacking that we're doing. It's like, <laughs> ah, maybe we can, we hack away enough I bushes, maybe we can it. see something in here. Um, actually, mm. it wasn't a lion turtle who taught this. Incorrect. Uh, uh, um, actually, Avatar Roku could not bend energy. He could just sort of astral project through reincarnation. You say Avatar Roku? Yeah. I did not list that as one of the, <laughs> the, 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 the things. Um, actually, Avatar Roku knows how to do it. <laughs> Stop talking about Avatar Roku. I, didn't even I never said Roku. Okay. Why are you so dismissive about Avatar Roku? We are pulling the thread and we're gonna unravel this. <laughs> yeah. Amon isn't an energy bender. He uses blood bending, which is a form of water bending, oh. to essentially do the same thing to block people's chi so they can't uh, actually bend. So it, in essence, it has a similar effect, but it's he's not uh, energy bending. He's he's blood bending. See, none of this is in the movie, which is what I consider canon. Oh, yeah. for <laughs> shame! Get out! Get out, Kirk! I was I was talking about how funny it would be to have um, a whole episode with just a bunch of uh, Avatar questions, but never <laughs> reference the show. Only talk about the movie ju just to like just make people just like whole blood vessels bursting. Yeah, in the so thirty minutes of a nosebleed. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no points for that one. But our next question here is about. D&D. &D. 
Combat strategy is an important part of 5th edition D&D. For example, a group of adventurers comes across a gathering of goblins about to make a blood sacrifice to the goblin deity of Maglubiet. The party's barbarian might choose to enter a rage and rush right into the fight, but the party's rogue might prefer a stealthier approach to earn a surprise round of actions at the beginning of combat. Marisha. Um, actually, the rogue only gets sneak attack advantage if he hasn't been alerted to the party of goblins. Uh, incorrect. Kirk. Um, actually... <laughs> this is just a spite bread. <laughs> the goblin deity is not Maglubiet. That's the god of the, those fish creatures. That's incorrect. Brennan's very dismissive of, of even that guess. Maglubiet is 100% the god of the goblins. They can be found on the plain of Acheron, which is located <laughs> between Mechanus and Bator. Mm. Um, actually, the rules were changed in 5th edition concerning surprise rounds. Surprise is now a condition that affects creatures in the normal first round of combat. That That's is correct. correct. Wow. Damn it! <laughs> I knew it in my heart, too. You both Gross knew there was, that's where the situation was, but yes, the uh, uh, surprise rounds don't exist in, in 5e rules. Fun that barbarians can just choose to enter a rage. Yeah. It's a very like Hulk-like thing, it's just like, I'm always angry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can just choose to do this. Do you think they have like triggers, they like have like bracelets that are like, oh, fucking Angela. Yeah. Remember <laughs> 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 her. Go, yeah. get into it, Barbarians get into keep one voicemail on their yeah. phone at all times. They can just be like, oh yeah, oh, that fucking, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 you think you're hot shit. <laughs> uh, well, that's a point for Brennan. <laughs> Until 2018, the single longest work of literary fiction was a piece of Harry Potter fan fiction known as the Subspace Emissaries World Conquest, which followed the story of an original character named Chris who befriended and adventured with a variety of canonical characters. It has since been surpassed by a piece of fanfiction set in the universe of Kantai Collection, a digital card game featuring World War II ships personified as anime girls. I'm um, actually, none of that shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Yeah, <laughs> the first question where literally everything is wrong. A, a complete work of fiction. I'm um, actually incorrect. <laughs> Kirk. Um, actually, uh, that's not a digital card game. I think that one with the girls being ships, like I've seen it in Japan where I used to live. Um, I don't think it is that. Clear. Hey, I appreciate that this is largely inscrutable. I understand that, but that is wrong. Ah. <laughs> uh, Marisha. Um, actually, it wasn't World War II. <laughs> it was the Cold War with the Soviet Union, cause ships? <laughs> uh, incorrect, incorrect. Look. It's clear no one knows this, so I am tempted to just call this. You don't uh, want 10 minutes of us taking stabs at all the nouns in this? We could do 10 minutes of taking stabs at all the nouns. You know what? I'll give everyone one more round of guesses. Brennan. Um, actually, the longest piece of fan fiction prior to the Kanti collection was not uh, the Harry Potter fan fiction that you mentioned. It was a fan fiction I wrote about Avatar Roku. <laughs> and his mastery of airbending. Here's the thing, Brennan, you're joking around, but you've actually stumbled into the thing that is wrong here, <laughs> uh, um, which is that piece that we mentioned is not Harry Potter fan fiction. So I will give you the point unless someone can tell me what fan fiction it was. Um, actually, the longest piece of fan fiction was Twilight fan fiction. Incorrect. Perfect. Um, actually, and I thought because of the title, I was like, subspace? Harry Potter? <laughs> those, those don't go together. Yeah. Um, so I would have to guess Star Trek? 
Uh, good guess, but no. <sighs> Brennan, do you want to venture a guess? I'm going to give you the point anyway. Um, actually, the longest piece of uh, fan fiction was about Babylon 5. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, I will give you the point, Brennan, for, for happening to stumble into what was wrong, at least. Um, the Subspace Emissaries World Conquest was a Super Smash Brothers fan Whoa! fiction. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, but it makes Honestly, sense. Honestly, yeah, if it you're makes gonna sense. write fan fiction, so many stories to tell. Smash Brothers is kind of already fan fiction in a weird way. Yeah. Like, we're gonna put all these things together. Um, wow, that's brilliant. Well, uh, against all odds, uh, Brendan gets that one. Doesn't uh, feel good, but I'll take it. Very good. <laughs> hey, you know what? Games are won by those points that don't feel good. <laughs> um, this next question is a fan-submitted question. So this is from oh, one of the no. fans writing into you. Thanks, fan. This question comes from J-Dubs. J-Dubs says, The TV show Gotham portrays the titular city in its pre-Batman years. Following Detective Jim Gordon, we encounter an array of familiar villains, including Catwoman, Penguin, Joker, and the Riddler. Brennan. Um, actually, is it accurate to refer to Catwoman as a villain Maybe in the context too. of this show? Ooh, interesting. We are going to, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, actually, I don't know if they ever got around to having the Joker in the show. That's correct. But the Joker's not portrayed on the show. There is a Joker-like character named uh, Jerome Valeska, but it's been confirmed that he's uh, a sort of precursor to the Joker and not the Joker, Joker. himself, making the Joker a joke thief. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a guy on the show who does like a crazy laugh and has a big smile. That's not the Joker? That, that is, it has been confirmed that that is not the Joker. Is it confirmed like the way Lost confirmed it wasn't purgatory and it fucking was purgatory and they guessed <laughs> it right away? Look, I mean, who knows what the future will hold? But, there are uh, a bunch of fucking writers being like, <laughs> sorry guys, it's not the Joker. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> shit, shit, yeah. shit. Somehow they figured this out. <laughs> yeah, that is a point for Marisha. Yes. Um, nom, 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 very nom, tricky nom, nom. one, but if you have an issue with that, take it up with J-Dubs. Um, all right, we're going to move on to our first shiny question of the game. Ooh. This is a game called Name That Flora. On the other side of this, there is a collection of sentient plants uh, from uh, TV, movies, video games. Uh, it'll be up to you to um, identify uh, those plants. Whoever can identify the most will get the point. If you tie for, for the most, you'll both share that point. Let's go ahead and flip these over and take a look at these plants. Look at all these, these fun, sentient plants. There's so many from so many places. Shit. What's the name of this? Yeah, let's see what you got here. Uh, Brennan, we'll start with you. Tell us who these flora are. Uh, okay, uh, starting top left and going reading order, you got your boy Groot. Uh, gotta know his name. Uh, <laughs> says it a lot. Uh, and I think this should be a two-pointer. You have Fangorn, also known as Treebeard. I'm not gonna give you two points for having... If I say his full name in Entish, which does take a couple hours, can I get a point for that? <laughs> um, Audrey 2, Poison Ivy. Going down to the next row, that's Zan from Farscape. Fucking rules. Swamp Thing. You got Kuki from VeggieTales. <laughs> Boston Rob. Uh, you got Whitney. Uh, Old Man Rickers. Uh, the, a real one, which is Grandmother Willow. And then uh, Dennis Kucinich. And those are my answers. Well, you started strong, and then things kind of tailed <laughs> off a little bit at the end. Uh, but, uh, Kirk, let's see how you did. Uh, very similar, knowing Groot, Treebeard, Audrey 2, Poison Ivy. 
Uh, I didn't know Zan, but I do know it's Larry the Cucumber. Oh. Larry the Cucumber. Larry. Did you get Swamp Thing? I did get Swamp okay. Thing, yes. And then on the bottom row, I could only get uh, Grandmother Willow as well. Okay. So, um... One's a little embarrassing of a of a mess up. Oh, no. So I had Groot, I had Treebeard, and then I wrote Seymour on Audrey too, uh. Uh, which I should have known better. Right IP, wrong name. Yeah. Uh, Poison Ivy, didn't get what uh, what that is. Swamp <laughs> Thing, I did write Cucumber of the Cloth. It's it's a good description, yeah. And then the Angry Daisy is from Undertale. It's driving me mad that I can't remember his actual name. And then Grandmother Willow. All right, um, let's see. This is going to be very close. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven for Brennan, seven for Kirk, five for Marisha. Brennan and and Kirk have both tied for the most there, so you'll both get a point there. (laughs) Um, uh, And we'll go down here. We've got Groot, Treebeard, Audrey 2, Poison Ivy. Zan, Swamp Thing, Larry the Cucumber, and then uh, the Thorian from Mass Effect. This is Flowey the Flower oh, from Undertale. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Fuck the... you guys. <laughs> I, I was like, ah, oh, there's a chance you might just guess this if you just guess something very like simple and obvious. Uh, then we have the Deku Tree from uh, from Zelda, Grandmother oh. Willow from Pocahontas, and finally Sky Tree from He Man. Okay, well, we'll go ahead and we'll collect those boards that as a point for Brennan and Kirk. Well, we made a couple of mistakes and you caught them. Here are some of our favorite corrections from you, the viewers. At Austin CHO1 says, I'm actually the first world in Kingdom Hearts is technically the Station of Awakening, as it was said to be a separate world in Kingdom Hearts 3, making this yet another thing I don't understand about Kingdom Hearts. At Colebonin1 said, I'm actually, you mispronounced the name Sigil. It is actually pronounced Sigil. And then he goes on to insult me. I may have also mispronounced your name. I don't know if it's Bonin or Bonin, and I'm going to keep doing that. And from our exclusive dropout Discord, Zion Ben Judah is an EMT and CPR instructor who has frankly too much information about the proper methods of administering aspirin in case of a heart attack. Suffice it to say, don't listen to me. I am not a medical professional. I'm just the host of a nerdy game show. I don't want your blood on my hands. We will move straight on to our next question, back to our normal, everyday, regular old um, actually questions. This is about Game of Thrones. The Iron Throne was forged at the order of Aegon the Conqueror, the first of the Targaryen kings, who conquered all seven independent kingdoms of Westeros and unified them under his rule. Yes, Brennan? Um, Actually, he did not conquer Dorne. That is correct. He did not conquer Dorne. Dorne joined through a union of marriage. Unbound, unbroken, baby. (laughs) They did you wrong in the show. They did you wrong in the show. (laughs) Like, I'm not sure how or why Dorne wasn't conquered or how that's explained militarily or economically. Um, Um, Well, there was the hero of Dorne, of course, Michael Dorne, (laughs) uh, who played Worf. And the dragons are like, we're not going to fuck with him. I mean, that guy's cool. <laughs> we love TNG. Why would we fight Michael Dorn? <laughs> we have some questions for him. <laughs> the general answer seems to be they use non-traditional guerrilla warfare tactics. That's nah, always the oh, answer. Oh, so it's like a messy occupation? Well, they had to get all the way down there. That yeah. kind I get of... it. I see it. All right. Um, well, point for Brennan. Uh, Dorn remained unconquered. And we move on. Here's a question about The Simpsons. Homer Simpson was once in a Grammy award-winning barbershop quartet called the B-Sharps. The group had four members, Apu, Seymour Skinner, Homer, and Barney as lead singer. When the group broke up, its members went back to their jobs, at which point Homer learned he had been temporarily replaced at the nuclear power plant by a chicken named Queenie. Um, actually, they didn't go back to their jobs because Barney's unemployed? Uh, incorrect. I mean... 
no, I'm not going to allow that. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Get in the fucking comments. Because <laughs> I think I'm right. Um, actually, I would say I, I'm, I can't... Just, I'm gonna, first, I'm going to attack you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they turned against each other. Yeah. For, for, to go against each yeah. other. I think at that point, Barney might have been working at the Bullerama. Oh. He might have still had his... He mm. might have still been working there. Maybe, because that's like, you know, the early 80s. But the um actually is, it wasn't a chicken named Queenie. It was a duck named Stuart. <laughs> Get back to work, Stuart. Uh, that's a scene in The Simpsons. I don't know if that's the right one. It is. Oh, thank you. Good, uh, good. No, it is not. Oh, damn uh, it. Uh, no, uh, very funny that there have been multiple birds who have taken over for jobs. Uh, but no, this, this was a chicken named Queenie who took over wow. for, for Homer. Um, actually, what's his name that you said was the lead singer? He's oh. not the lead singer. Uh, incorrect. Barney. Barney. Barney was the lead. I'm actually, they never won a Grammy. They did. They, uh, <laughs> they, they just, they, but they didn't care that much about it because the Grammy, come on. <laughs> uh, Marisha. Um, actually, he wasn't temporarily replaced. It was permanent. <laughs> uh, incorrect. That is much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> from, from that point onward in The Simpsons, he never goes back to the power plant. No. I don't know the answer, but I could sing the song. Uh, I won't give you a point well, for that. Well, then I'm not going to sing the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. All right. Uh, well, I'll, I will reveal the answer. And Kirk, you're going to throw your hands up as soon as I, I say this. Um, there was a fifth member at one oh, point. Oh, well, come on, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. But they kicked him out, Chief Wiggum, and then he tried to re-audition singing Dr. Doolittle. That's not Dr. Doolittle at all. Time, this time for this bird to fly. <laughs> if I could walk with the animals, talk with the animals, drums and speaks and squawks with the animals, but a barbershop quartet by its very nature is four members. But yeah. I don't, fine, I don't need the points. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take some so, moral points. Uh, of course, like, they wouldn't add the fifth member, but, you know, in the same way that people will say, like, oh, there was a fifth Beatle, and, and obviously, like, mirroring that. Like, you, you, uh, like, you could say that he was, at one point, a sure. B-sharp. Um, uh, I am tempted to give it to you a little, just uh, because I didn't say who it was once I, once I sort of fed you that, that, uh, that fifth member. <sighs> will I do this? <gasps> <laughs> just here, like, fucking... Just groveling yeah. out here. Sing for your Fucking top no, of the ivory no. tower. Oh, do I feel like do giving I, a point? Am I entertained? Envision a world where we seize our destiny for ourselves and get in the comments. <laughs> Look, I just want to sing. All I want to do is sing. I'm not henchman. <laughs> it cuts cut to you just like leaning out a window. <laughs> your big I want song. <laughs> you know what, Kirk? I'll give you the point. Uh, I, fed you, I fed you the opening a little bit, but, um, but you beat me to the specifics. Um, and uh, it was perhaps a little deceptively worded. Um, so I'll give that to you. I'm in a generous mood this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, you seem Simpsons. pissed. <laughs> I, I'm going to remember this. I remember this for a long time. Mm. Got to sing a song. Gotta sing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we are over a year into quarantine. I know you're getting tired of cooking those same old chicken thighs. And I know you got that one vegetable thinking that you'd be good and you'd try something different. And where is it now? It is turning to mush in your crisper. Okay, I know this. Stop racking your brain trying to think of new meals and start getting HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers convenient, contact-free meal delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking. It's 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store, and you skip the checkout lines, so you don't have to try to bag everything up and pay for 
it and sanitize your hands at the same time. Over 90% of the ingredients are sourced directly from farmers, so only the freshest produce and proteins are delivered right to your door. And there's something for everyone. Maybe you're dieting, maybe you're a vegetarian, maybe you have or are you yourself a picky little baby who won't eat anything. Well, HelloFresh has low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly meal options. I tried HelloFresh, and I got so much more free time by just avoiding meal planning and shopping. I got so much more free time back, I didn't even know what to do with it all. So be confused about what to do with your time with me and get HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com actually12 and use the code actually12 to get 12 free meals, including free shipping. 12 free meals and free shipping. That 12 free meals and free shipping just by going to HelloFresh.com actually12 and using the code actually12. It's free food, people. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, what's the next question? What about The Good Place? Janet, the robotic assistant in The Good Place, is arguably one of the most powerful beings on the show. She can be instantly summoned by saying, hey. Um, actually, your use of the pronoun she indicates that she is a girl, which she's not. Damn it! Uh, that is one of two things wrong with that opening. Marisha, do you know the other one? Um, actually, she's not a robot. That is correct. Uh, she's both yeah. not a girl, not a she's robot. Not a robot. She's uh, not a she robot. repeatedly says both those yeah. things. I am not a girl. I am not, not a, a robot. A ro oh, generous Stewie feel I'm now. Generous Stewie feel Mr. now, Trap. indeed. I am tempted not to give it to Brennan, uh, <laughs> but well, it's technically true. I do think they use the pronoun she on Janet, even they though she do. does frequently say, I am not yeah. a girl. However, you did know that bit. So I'll read the rest of the, rest of the question while I <laughs> mull over how generous <laughs> I feel today. This is an indignity. <laughs> I will give you both the point. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, I was going to uh, say, I'm actually, Derek's genitals are made of wind chimes. <laughs> that has nothing to do. I just felt like thrown in a little fact to it. <laughs> <laughs> a little extra. Well, uh, dual point, shared point there, and we will go on to our next shiny question. Here's a shiny called, What's Wrong With This Picture? You have a picture in front of you with something wrong. First person to identify it will get the point. All right, go ahead and flip those over. Tell me what's wrong. What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> Uh, Brennan, yes. Um, actually, uh, this is the British cover, and the steering was on the wrong side. That's correct. Oh! <laughs> yes, this is the British cover, and that is an American uh, car. Uh, there was at least the, the the wheel is on the wrong side for this to be a British car. Well, that is a point for Brennan for recognizing the crazy wizard car. The wheel <laughs> on the wrong side. <laughs> Hey, look, I know I'm not perfect. I probably said something pretty wrong, and you caught it. If you have something that you want to correct, you can tweet at um Actually Show or go to the exclusive Dropout Discord and correct us there. If we like it, we might give you a point. Uh, what is our point spread right now? 622. Wow. Mm. wow. All right. I'm just uh, happy I'm not going home empty handed. <laughs> <laughs> There's some lovely yeah. parting gifts. Yeah. There's not like a nerd lawyer that's going to be like, we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> what happened what out happened there? What happened about that? You know? All right, here's a Lord of the Rings question. The gigantic sentient tree people known as Ents are capable of reproduction, but dying off because the only remaining Ents are all male. The Antwives were destroyed by Sauron, his forces massacring them in front of the male Ents. Yes. Um, actually, they were not destroyed by Sauron. They just fucking left. Uh, yeah, that's that's correct. The Endwives uh, moved away to the Brownlands, even though it's implied that that may, like those lands were destroyed. Like maybe something happened to them too. Maybe maybe they're dead. It's not totally confirmed that they're all dead. And before any of that destruction ever happened, they just they just up and left. Um, <laughs> the, like peace out of here. We're done. We're done with men for good. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd be lying if 
you know, every woman hasn't had that fantasy <laughs> yeah. on the face of the planet. Just like, what if we did just take Australia? Yeah. Like, just all of us go on a mass migration. I also love the idea of a species of literally like bearded tree men that never fucking shut up and talk forever and they're like, they all left and we don't know why. <laughs> I don't think it could have been us. Haroom, raroom, raroom, <laughs> Toxic masculine entity. Right? <laughs> I, was trying, I was going for it. It was in my head. So I, I want to cut to like a Thelma and Louise with two tree women just fucking taking a car. Over the Grand yeah. <laughs> Driving into the cracks of doom. <laughs> like just limbs wrapped around. Can you please make fan art and tag all of us of two lady trees and a fucking Corvette just boo into Mount Doom. Okay. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana goes to Marion Ravenwood to ask for an artifact she collected a long time ago, the headpiece of the Staff of Ra. Marion hits Indiana, confronting him for sleeping with her when she was younger, a reference to the fact that Indiana seduced her when she was only 15 and he was in his 20s. Brennan. Uh, um, actually, the headpiece of the Staff of Ra was not collected by her, but by her father, Abner Ravenwood. That is correct, uh, which means that the other fact in this piece is mm. totally true. Indy, uh, come on, <laughs> fucked up. Um, yeah, it's kind of glossed over a little bit in the movie. They're confirmed in the novelization that she was 15 when... That's insane, I did not know that. Yeah, totally recolors Indiana Jones. All yeah. of our uh, heroes are monsters. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to them, actually. My hero is a monster, and his name is Frankenstein. <laughs> not the monster, but the man who built the monster, who was a monster for doing that. <laughs> and also for being kind of a shitty husband, but whatever. Uh, First the treants, yeah. Indiana Jones, this Frankenstein. Frank Frankenstein, Frankenstein failed us. <laughs> oh. Also, the movie does start with Indiana Jones attempting to steal a piece of indigenous art and steal it to a first world country to be hidden in a museum <laughs> where the people that produced, that, and the culture that produced that art can never interact with it or see it again, yeah. so. It belongs in a museum. It's like, no, it doesn't. It belongs you here. fucking colonialist piece of shit. <laughs> no, no, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> let's, get, let's get a reverse Indiana Jones that breaks into fucking museums, Ooh. brings artifacts back to their home culture, and fucks really old women. <laughs> and that's the character that you deserve. Um, well, this brings us to our last shiny question of the game. This is a game called Spelling Bee. Uh, oh no, <laughs> I know this one. Ah uh, yes, <laughs> spelling in English is hard, spelling in sci-fi and fantasy is damn near impossible. Uh, and we've chosen a particularly tough one today. We're gonna give you the name of a character or thing from sci-fi or fantasy. First person who could spell it right will get the point. Your word is Fluterflam. Oh. <laughs> that is the best response you could have possibly had to this. Uh, Fluter, you're, you're familiar with Fluterflam. No, no, oh, of course. No, no, yes. Uh, uh, I'm familiar with uh, the books, the yes. Lloyd Alexander books. I had never, I didn't realize it was um, the, the Black Cauldron. Yes. <laughs> so I remember reading this. You know, when you're a kid and you read words and you don't know what they say, like, uh, I couldn't watch Star Wars. So right. I was like, ah, yes, Tube, Akka. Yeah. <laughs> reading the novelizations. Um, so, Fluter Flam. Yes, please. Uh, capital F, F, L E W D E R, space, capital F, F L A M. Oh, you're so close. Pulse. That's incorrect. Uh, love the Black Cauldron. Uh, F F L E U D E R. Space 
double F, double L, A, double M. Incorrect. I don't know what we're talking about. Great. <laughs> double F, L, U with umlauts, T, E, R, space. Double F, L, A, M. Uh, incorrect. Uh, Kirk, you were probably the closest. I think I did it. Uh, was it a, an M and an E at the end? Uh, no, uh, okay. the correct spelling here is F-F-L-E-W-D, and this is where you screw up, D-U-R. So double D-U-R and then F-F-L-A-M. Fluter Flam. Um, shockingly close, though, uh, for a thing with a lot of double yeah. consonants uh, and, uh, and a lot of things in there, but uh, just a little bit off. I won't award the point. But yeah, very, very close. Very, He's very no close. longer feeling generous. Generously yeah. is that. I don't deserve it. Is Fluter Flam only in the book, The Black Hole? He's not no, in he's the weird... He's in the movie. He's yeah. the old bard. He's oh. the old man. I don't know if he's old in the books, because like I read them out of order, and I'm like, what's going on? Oh, you read them out of order. I read like them and like Narnia and John Belair's books all interchangeably. So to me, they're all one universe. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he is. He's, I interpret him as a bard. Yeah, but he's, a, he's a with bard. Welsh origin, but it's in another world. Fluter. But I, I would pronounce it Fafluter Faflam. Oh, just like giving each each uh, consonant its yeah. own due, <laughs> uh, its own time in the sun. Yeah. Of course, it, it was a Welsh pronunciation. You'd probably write Fluter Flam, and it would be like his name is Flef. Yeah. <laughs> like, his name is Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you pronounce that. Well, no points for that, and that brings us to our last question of the game, which, oh, as question. always, concerns real oh. life skills. Oh, yeah. And what is our right. score right now? Six two two still. Oh. Eight two oh, two. Eight. Damn two, it, Brennan. Two. Brennan. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you don't seem that sorry. <laughs> I think Brennan's got this locked up, but one of you can can take second place here if you get this right. In the United States, eggs are refrigerated in grocery stores because the USDA requires that eggs not be left unrefrigerated for more than two hours. However, this practice is oversafe and unnecessary, as evidenced by the many countries where eggs aren't refrigerated, like England, Ireland, and France. Yes, Brennan? This is the first real-life skill. I've played this game a lot, this is, and I've never gotten real-life skill because I don't have any. <laughs> um, actually... The reason eggs are not refrigerated in other countries versus being refrigerated here in the United States is because in the United States we actually remove, there's a waxy outer covering of eggs that is removed here, which means they do go bad faster in the United States than they do in other countries. That is correct. Whoa! <laughs> I'm an adult! I don't just know nerd shit! Whoa. I know to refrigerate my eggs. <laughs> uh, yes, so you do, in fact, have to refrigerate eggs in the U.S. You don't have to refrigerate eggs uh, in many parts of Europe and, and uh, other countries in general uh, because, yeah, as part of the egg processing system here in the U.S., we remove a protective coating on the eggs, which lets bacteria get in there faster uh, and, yeah, can make them go bad. So wait, they're waxy? There's like a waxy outer covering of these eggs that in, that in European countries and other countries in the world they, they leave on there, which is why they can store eggs at room temperature. Uh, which, if you think about it, it makes sense because yeah. chickens, chickens aren't chickens refrigerating their right. eggs. Yeah, <laughs> rolling them into cold areas. Um, <laughs> but it also feels weirdly like hyper-American to be like, wax on my eggs, gross. Get that shit off there. I yeah. want them to be more susceptible to disease. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna eat the shell, but I guess yeah. I won't now. <laughs> wax. Yeah. Dear Congressman, <laughs> I am sick of eating these disgusting <laughs> shells. Please clean the wax off the shells so I can have a clean, delicious shell. Thank Thank you very much. Um, well, that is our game. Our final score here, 9-2-2, two, two, meaning Brennan is once again our winner. 
Um, uh, um, get in the comments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a soft, defeated. Ah, get in the, get com in the comments. Look, one of these days, we'll you show you him? humility. <laughs> I do. You know what? I feel humbled to be in such wonderful company and play such a fun game. How dare yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't like that? Hey, fuck everybody! <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Uh, um, well. That is it for our game. Join us next time for even more pedantic corrections here on Um Actually. Thank you for coming on to play, everyone. Thanks, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This was great. It was awesome. Yeah. Very fun. Tiesies. Tiesies. Yeah. Woo! Tied for second. Good job. <laughs> Good game. You are. Good game. You're Good very game. nice. Good game. I'll come <laughs> to you next time. <laughs>